This episode of the Ty Capital Millionaire Podcast was brought to you by Black America Inc., a trillion dollar nation by A.R. Morton. Black America Inc. is a piece of literature that details and illustrates the socioeconomic solutions that black Americans can implement in their communities today. Whether it be being captains of our own industries, creating our own political parties, or just learning how to strengthen our overall health and wealth, Black America Inc. is what black Americans and Americans in general need to get to the next level in 2017 and beyond. For too many years, we have been talking about the problems and not the solutions. For too many years, we have been pointing fingers at each other without talking about the solutions. This is why Black America Inc. is important. If you're ready to build yourself up and rebuild your community, head on over to Amazon.com and order your copy of Black America Inc., A Trillion Dollar Nation. My name is Andre C. Hatchett, a.k.a. Mr. Own or Be Own, and I'm encouraging everybody listening to this podcast to pick up my new book, Own or Be Own, The Black Man's Guide to Wealth Creation in America on Amazon.com. If you're a black man, if you need guidance, inspiration, a path, a path to follow to build wealth in this country, pick it up. Own or Be Own, The Black Man's Guide to Wealth Creation in America. Welcome to the Todd Capital Millionaire Podcast with your host, Charles Oglesby III, a.k.a. Todd Millionaire. This is the Todd Capital Millionaire Podcast, episode 30. My name is Charles Oglesby, also known as Todd Millionaire. I am the founder and the director of the Todd Capital Investment Club that now has 161 members. Also the founder of Todd Acquisitions and Todd Ventures, which is our crowdfunded venture capital firm. Thank you all for tuning in. The purpose of this podcast is to share the stories of successful African-American investors and business owners so that people can see that business and investing are the true keys to financial success and generational wealth. Um, We've been kind of covering a lot of different bases through the podcast. We've talked about real estate. We've talked about stocks. We've talked about um, Forex. We've talked about a lot of different things, but we haven't gotten into this new wave that's called uh, cryptocurrencies. So a lot of people are talking about Bitcoin. A lot of people are talking about the valuations in Bitcoin. And I think that for us to capitalize on the market and the things that are in the opportunities that are out there right now, we have to be educated. And I thought that we have no better person than uh, somebody who's been on the podcast before, but he is somebody who um, has a lot of different specialties. Um, He has a JD. He also has an MBA and he's also an engineer. And um, he also seems to have taken an affinity to cryptocurrencies and he knows a ton. He's taught me a ton. And so I wanted to get him on and hopefully uh, pull out as much information as we can so that we can give that to the listeners and they can make better informed decisions and a well kind of well-rounded knowledge of the market as a whole. So with that, I want to welcome Mr. Akai Montgomery, JD MBA. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks, brother Charles. I appreciate you. Great to be on your show again, brother. So if you can um, give people a quick rundown, just so they know again who we're talking to, uh, your background, what you're doing right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, once again, my name is Ty Montgomery, also known as Dot Montgomery, and I am co-founder of Cryptonomic Wealth, uh, a site that is dedicated to creating a network of tech developers, entrepreneurs, and investors who are excited about the cryptocurrency and crypto asset world. My background, uh, as Brother Charles said, is I'm a mechanical engineer by trade. A, I just finished law school and took the bar, as a matter of fact, and I have an MBA with a focus in finance. I'm so excited to be on this show talking about cryptocurrency. Absolutely excited. It, it, it's incredible. I, I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready to just lay, on to, lay into it, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> Very cool. So, um, I, I think 
the biggest question is, I mean, I've seen you kind of go from zero to 100, I believe, in cryptocurrencies. And I was always wondering, like, why is that? What has been your motivation towards getting involved with cryptocurrencies, crypto assets, and uh, Bitcoin, all the above? I haven't been this excited about something in a long, long, long time. And the reason why I have decided to go all in with cryptocurrencies is because I realized that this is the future. This is the future for everyday people to build wealth, to expand their horizons in how they communicate, how they do business, how they interact with others. And it, it just presents so many opportunities, the blockchain technology upon which cryptocurrency is actually based upon. The common name for it is cryptocurrency, but actually I call them crypto assets because it really is a new asset class that's been developed. But I've, I've been a champion for, for it because I've been watching it since it came out. But I didn't quite understand what it was and I was more wary of what it was being used for. Every time that I heard about Bitcoin, I heard about illegal websites where you could buy guns, drugs, whatever, uh, any kind of illicit activity or uh, illicit substitute. People are utilizing Bitcoin to buy it. And it made me a little wary. And then I kept watching it. But it's only been within the last like 12 months that I have really dived as deep as I have uh, in really understanding what Bitcoin is, what crypto assets are, and how we can utilize these new assets as an actual currency. So um, I guess to kind of back up a little bit, or not really to back up, I mean, we discussed the why, but. A lot of people are still kind of in the dark about what cryptocurrencies are, uh, what Bitcoin is. Can you walk us through that then kind of like the explanation of uh, cryptocurrencies? Absolutely. Absolutely. So imagine being able to see every transaction that has ever happened since the beginning of money. That's what the crypto asset or cryptocurrency gives us the ability to do. In fact, the technology upon which it's built upon is called blockchain, and blockchain utilizes something called a distributed ledger. Well, all that means is that whenever a transaction happens, it is broadcast to the whole network. So everyone on the network verifies that this transaction actually happened, and you can store your value in that. Well, right now, when we think of when we think of Bitcoin, we think of or Bitcoin or Ethereum or any other crypto asset. Uh, we like to think of it as it being the house, right? We, the, the house rises and falls in value, but that's only one part of it. When you have a house that's worth $100,000, it's only worth $100,000 if you're getting ready to sell it. But let's say you now, in this $100,000 house, you have a million dollars worth of paintings and jewelry inside it. Now, you're not so much concerned about the value of the house, but you're concerned about the value that's inside the house. Mm -hmm. Cryptocurrency is based upon a cryptological algorithm, so a way of keeping things safe and, and keeping things secure. So when I go back to my house analogy, we've been celebrating the lock and thinking about, hey, we're gonna sell this lock. We're gonna sell this security. But in all essence, cryptocurrency, we've been looking at that like it's the house, but it's actually just the lock on the house. Mm. The value that is within the house, mm. the actual data inside each block that makes up the blockchain, 
that's where the true value in crypto assets, cryptocurrency comes from. Makes sense. So, yeah, a lot of people have been trying to, as you've seen in the group, um, when people have said to me that well, it has no value, hey, don't, hey, don't just put some respect on my assets, okay? There's so much value within it, and the value that you play, the value is determined by what you're willing to pay for. Hmm. So, people are willing to pay money to know that they have a clean title on their house. That's why you get title insurance. Mm -hmm. Because you want to make sure that the title is clear. So, if you have a house that is worth a million dollars, well, the last thing that you want to that you want to happen is when you go to sell it, the title is caught, right? Mm -hmm. Well, blockchain technology allows us to be able to track title of the house. So that information that we can store in that in that block is valuable. It's all about how we determine the value of the security that cryptological algorithms provide. Well, I, I think one of the things that I struggle with, and you said it before, you said that people can track down pretty much every transaction that took place through the blockchain or however that works. I'm still trying to figure it out. But you also can say that it's like anonymous and that it's all locked up and protected through the blockchain. How do you do both? How do you trace it, but also keep it anonymous and also keep it so that it's it's unable to be hacked? Okay. I'm glad that you asked that question. It's not necessarily anonymous. The reason why it's not necessarily anonymous is because unless you are a minor or unless you are already, unless you are a minor, that's, that's one thing. It can't necessarily be anonymous. Mm. So give you, give you for instance, I'm going from the fiat to crypto world, which basically is taking, you know, paper dollars or euros or whatever currency that you're using, whatever government that currency that you're using when you're going from that fiat to the crypto market you have to go to an exchange here in the united states any any institution that any bank banking institution has to know their client so you gather some information about them right mm -hmm. well when you take your money from the fiat to the crypto to the crypto exchange a wallet is created but that wallet is associated with your account with that entity that is required to know their client. So, in uh, just a couple of weeks ago, there, the IRS was suing Coinbase to get the identity of all the users of Coinbase. So it wasn't necessarily anonymous because your name was tied to your account or your wallet. Whereas if you're a minor, you're already plugged into the network and all you have is just this address and nobody knows who owns the address. The way that it works is if you have, your wallet is like the address on your house. Mm -hmm. And the next thing that you have is a private key that allows you to get inside, to get inside your house. Mm -hmm. Well, when you go through an exchange like Coinbase, uh, when you go through an exchange like Coinbase, that's why you, you're assigned a, an address. Even if you don't go through Coinbase, anytime that you open up a wallet, you're giving your own address, your wallet address. Mm -hmm. So that can be seen by the network. However, unless you've gone, only if you've gone through an exchange does somebody know that this wallet belongs to Charles Ogilvy or to Todd Capital or to Cryptonomics Wealth. Gotcha. If you're a miner, you created a wallet and nobody necessarily knows who owns that wallet, mm -hmm. but they're able to see all the transactions that have happened 
throughout the whole network. So there's some anonymity to it, but there's transparency in the network. Got it. Okay, so the average person, how do they get started, um, I guess, buying and selling in crypto assets? First thing that they would do is, is open up an account on Coinbase. That's what, that's, what I, that's how I got started. You would open up an account on Coinbase. You can utilize a debit card to buy crypto or you can utilize a bank account. I used my bank account and I bought crypto. When I bought my crypto, the account that I had created on, on Coinbase created my wallet and it was as simple as that. Uh, the thing about it is, with crypto is you don't have to buy a whole token or a whole coin as they would say if i only had a hundred dollars i can buy a hundred dollars worth of bitcoin mm -hmm. and the beauty the beauty of of crypto assets is that there is literally almost no barrier to entry and what do you mean by that the spec so if i only had if i only had fifty dollars i could buy fifty dollars worth of crypto so Bitcoin right now, I think, is at $4,100. Yeah. If I only had $100, I would buy $100 worth of, of Bitcoin, which would translate to... Like 2.5%. 2.5%, absolutely. Two and, almost 2.5% of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. The beauty, the, the other beauty part, of, the beautiful part about it, is that if Bitcoin goes up 10%, my investment goes up by 10%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So instead of buying a stock that, that, that uh, a stock that might be a hundred dollars, um, I can't get in. I can't buy half a stock. Yeah. I can't buy a quarter of a stock. So my barrier is a hundred dollars to be able to buy that buy that security. Whereas with Bitcoin or any other crypto, I can buy one one hundred, one one thousand, one ten thousand of of a Bitcoin uh, or whatever token, and still be able to take full advantage of all the returns. That, I, that, that the coin experience. And when you purchase the Bitcoins, is there um, in, any commission or any fees associated with the, with the acquisition? Yes, there is, yes there is. Uh, usually it's around, depending on, depending on the amount of transactions that are happening on the network, also depending on how old the Bitcoin is, I mean, that's another story. Um, it's around three and a half percent, what Coinbase charges. Now, when you're within the crypto, the crypto to crypto network, it's much lower. Mm -hmm. uh, you can have, you know, 1% or 2% transaction fees mm -hmm. as a result. Okay. And so, um, and this is a question that I've asked you before, but I, I always say, and people who are stock guys like me, or even real estate people like me, they always try to figure out like what is causing crypto or Bitcoin or all the different other Bitcoins that are out there to actually rise and fall. Um, what's supporting the price? What's supporting the value of Bitcoin? Can you talk a little bit about like what allows Bitcoin to rise in price? I mean, because it's like Absolutely. if you look at a stock, if you look at Apple, for example, and I gave you this example before, but um, you can see that Apple makes a great product. They have sales. They have they have a whole suite of products. They have different products that are bringing revenue into the company. So it's like how do how do you how do you put a value to what Bitcoin is doing? Uh, if nobody was willing to pay six hundred dollars for an iPhone, would Apple make an iPhone that was that cost six hundred dollars? No, <laughs> right? No. Mm -hmm. So uh, the market is going to determine how much how much a particular item or product is going to cost. When you have Bitcoin, you have to understand what Bitcoin means. Bitcoin means that 
I, as an individual, can be globalized. I, as an individual, can participate in international business on a decentralized level. Mm -hmm. So how valuable is that? How valuable is that to you? When you have, right now, Bitcoin is being used, Bitcoin is being utilized as a speculative asset by many traditional finance types and traditional stock mm -hmm. types. But when you look at the underlying value of Bitcoin is what it offers is globalization, decentralization for the individual, and also a way of transacting all across the world without having any intermediary. So how, how valuable is that? Well, it may not necessarily be valuable to somebody with a, a very well-developed banking system, such as the United States. But what about in Iran? What about in Syria? What about in, in Libya? What about in areas that are, that are conflict-prone in which you don't trust the local currency? Having a currency that is accept that can be accepted by anyone anywhere in the world then becomes extremely valuable. What happens is is we we look at money as we look at our current currency as if it is money, but we know that money has three main functions, right? As a unit of account, as a store of value, and as a medium of exchange. So when you look at Bitcoin, you see that it it does store value. It is a store of value. Uh, the value is in the, the data of knowing that there's no fraud going on within the network, that every network, that every transaction has been verified and is authentic. When you start thinking about it as a medium of exchange, then the, the calculus becomes a little bit different. And the fact is, okay, well, if I don't trust my local currency, but I know that I can take Bitcoin and get an exchange for US dollars, which is the international, the currency of international settlement, or I can take Bitcoin and exchange it for euro. Now Bitcoin becomes very valuable, becomes like a commodity, just like any other currency. While you can't point to a particular product because it's not necessarily a product, it is an asset. No one would, no one in their right mind would consider an iPhone an asset, unless your your iPhone makes you money. But the fact is, it's still a product that is that is created by a comp that is by a company that is profit driven. Well, Bitcoin was created by uh, a man named or man or woman named Satoshi Nakamoto as a response to the banking crisis and the failures of the banking system. Being able to transact with people all over the world, being able to have your money safely encrypted and protected within a network that does not go down unless the internet goes down. Hmm. There's value in that. And so value is determined by the price that you're willing to pay. People are willing to pay $600 for an iPhone. And right now people are willing to pay $4,100 for a Bitcoin. But the moment that we start looking at Bitcoin as a unit of account, that's when we really start to see a dramatic shift in the way that economics and also geopolitics and business. And that's what cryptonomics wealth is all about. Shameless plug. I mean, let's talk about, I don't believe in shameless plug. I believe in plugs. So let's talk about um, what you're building. What is uh, cryptonomics wealth? What's the goal? Let's, let's talk about it. The goal of cryptonomics wealth is to create a network of, of a thousand entrepreneurs a thousand tech developers and a thousand investors. We want to develop new blockchain technologies, develop new crypto assets, and we want to empower everyone around us to know that cryptology, cryptocurrency, and crypto assets is for everyone. 
We want to bring value to the real estate market. We want to bring value to the finance industry. We want to bring value to the engineering industry. And the only way that we can do that is by partnering up with people in these different industries and showing them how blockchain technology can be utilized in their industry. Cryptonomics wealth is about educating, first first part. Mm -hmm. Educating, informing, and empowering. And just so people know, Cryptonomics Wealth is a group that you started, right? Yes. Um, it, it's funny. It started off as a, as a conversation between my partner and I, uh, Scooter Young. And it was actually his birthday, as a matter of fact. And we started talking about uh, cryptocurrency. And I said, you know what? One of the things I wanted to do was to create a hedge fund based upon crypto assets. Hmm. And then we got to talking. He said, well, you know what? The first thing that we have to do is we have to inform people about it and then educate them and then empower them. Mm -hmm. And that's where it started. So it actually started off as the Cryptocurrency Investment Group. Mm -hmm. And I would like to say that today we reached our 200 members and we wow. started three weeks ago, three, wow. four weeks ago. So we've gotten a lot of traction. We've gotten a lot of growth and we're getting ready to, uh, we have some major news being released uh, in a few days, mm -hmm. so we're excited about that. Very excited about that. And what kind of people are you looking to join your your organization? Anybody who wants to know about cryptocurrency, anyone who is excited about cryptocurrency, anyone who is already involved in cryptocurrency. I want people who are passionate about building wealth. I want people who are passionate about being innovative, and I want people who are passionate about helping others. It was all about decentralization, about giving the power, releasing the power from a centralized authority and giving that power to everyone. And I think that was one of the things we talked about before and how that kind of fits into the current situation and uh, racial dynamics and all of that. And I'm, I've always been a big proponent of being the solution, not asking for the solution. And I think that, um, I mean, that's one thing we've done with our investment club. Um, that's one thing that I've I've done with a lot of different platforms I've created off of that investment club that's seen a lot of interest and it's so funny because people can make it seem like people in certain groups don't have an interest in investing in certain things or have an interest in assets and have an interest in learning but I think that you've shown that they do I've shown that they do you just have to create something that kind of caters to that demographic in the way that they need to be catered to absolutely yeah let's let's talk about um, the idea of kind of taking power from i guess that centralized location which we would we'll call the american government <laughs> and putting it in the hands of the people through cryptocurrencies how does that work well it's not necessarily just the american government mm -hmm. right if you think about it hedge funds are only open to accredited investors mm -hmm. so what you have to have two hundred fifty thousand dollars or be worth a million dollars in order to be considered an accredited investor you have to earn 250 be worth one million earn 250 go worth one million right so the kind of returns that these large hedge funds get that blackrock get the vanguard get right 40 percent returns on on their investment that's not open to regular people yeah we just don't have the the money to be able to invest and everybody says well yeah you can get started with anything i challenge that with cryptocurrency yes with if you're trading in penny stocks you absolutely can't get in with a hundred dollars but you're not getting the kind of growth you're not getting the kind of returns or you're not getting the kind of shark ratio that you get with cryptocurrency hmm. with crypto assets and, and for, you know for the listeners what's the shark ratio 
I said, for the listeners, what's the sharp ratio? Risk and reward. So for every unit of every unit of risk, how much reward are you getting? I challenge all the, the traditional finance guys, and I sent you a text about this, as a matter of fact. I said, look at these sharp ratios. And the sharp ratio for the S&P 500 was around 1.83, and the sharp ratio for Bitcoin was 3.3. So when we start looking at, when you start hearing from people, oh, well, Bitcoin's extremely risky. Yes, risk is, is determined by volatility. And when we look at volatility, it's very volatile. However, the reward, the, the reward that you get for taking that risk, you get a greater reward for that risk than you were just investing in a, a, an index that tracks the S&P 500. I would also like to say that one of the reasons why I'm excited about cryptocurrency and why it's so important, why I'm so passionate about cryptocurrency is because I think about when Black Planet got started. If you had fallen stars and music on your page, you were the man or you were the woman. <laughs> if we would have known back then that we were flirting with six-figure salaries and million-dollar web development companies, a whole lot of young black men and women would be millionaires today. That's very true. Because you, you definitely had to master HTML to get all that stuff down. You had to research the code, copy and paste the code. You're absolutely right. That's so <laughs> That's crazy. I had the falling 1914 on my page. I figured out how to get it from falling stars to falling numbers. <laughs> go ma, go ma. And I mean that's another one of our that's that's another one of our principles of a five beta sigma. Bigger better business, social action and education. If somebody tells you that cryptocurrency is risky, tell them get that. If they tell you that um, they don't understand it, I would say come and talk to us at cryptonomicswealth.com and join the Cryptonomics Wealth group me. Uh, follow me on on Instagram at socially underscore engineering. Crypto is the future. Crypto is not going anywhere. If you don't have some Bitcoin, if you don't have some Ethereum, if you don't have some Augur, if you don't have some Veritasian, go buy you some. <laughs> and if you need help, give me a call. I like I like everything you guys are doing. I like that you've created something that's going to serve people, help people, educate people. Um, I mean, I think the sky's the limit for what, everything that you guys are have going on. Congrats on the 200 member mark. If anybody is looking to get in contact with him, he's definitely a huge resource. Um, I, I think it'd be well worth well just uh, reaching out and making that contact and just I mean getting together with groups. There's not a lot of people out there who are going to. Um, create something that allows you to get in with it. A lot of people are creating things so that they can make money. They're investing so that they can make money. But I think that there's so much more power in investing so that we can make money. I mean, the sky is tr truly the limit when you operate with a group. So you want to go far, you want to go fast, go by yourself. You want to go far, go with other people. So um, I think that we're seeing a huge push. I don't know what's motivating it, but I'm just happy to see it. I'm happy to see the, the huge wave of group economics and um, just support for everybody else's ventures, um, financially, um, just everybody's just making making everything great. So I appreciate you for coming on this podcast, uh, uh, sacrificing and investing your time in what we're doing. I hope that you get a huge amount of just new members through what we're doing and through the, the Thai Capital Investment Club and through the Thai Capital Millionaire Podcast. We want to be able to help other people grow just as we're growing. So with that... This has been episode 30 of the Millionaire Podcast. I appreciate you all for tuning in. I hope that you took something from this episode. I hope that 
um, there's some light that was shed and we can peel back the veil of uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. I mean, just listening to it, I learned a lot. So if you have any questions, you can always email us at info at capitaltod.com. You can check out the website at capitaltod.com. We're on Twitter at Todd Acquisitions. Um, I'm everywhere, man. At Top Millionaire is the handle. This has been another episode of the Todd Capital Millionaire Podcast, episode 30. I'm Todd Millionaire, also known as Charles Oglesby, signing off.